Hi, this is Vishal. This is Gail. Welcome to Radio Free X. Um, if you can keep it, it's already a political podcast and we don't want to be confused with them. And we have decided to lean into our Gen X identity. Yes. Because there aren't enough Gen X voices out there. So, here we are. Radio Free X. Yep. Or as Gail pointed out in the first take of this, there aren't enough Gen Xers out there, period. <laughs> what can you do? Yeah. Uh, just we are prepared for pandemics and lockdowns by virtue of how we grew up. Yep. So, and let's get into it. Let's get into it. Not pandemic or lockdown. What we're talking no. about is impeachment, which just wrapped up today. The second impeachment of Donald John Trump. Yep. The most disgraceful president in the history of the United States of America. The most impeached president in the, the history. The most bipartisan impeached president in the history. Mm-hmm. The, he lost the popular vote two times. He has committed high crimes and misdemeanors. Even yeah. the Republicans who voted to acquit him have acknowledged that he admitted he, high crimes and misdemeanors and they were letting him go on a technicality yeah. because they're cowards. They are. They, none of them have... The, the 43 senators who voted to acquit have absolutely no courage and are putting their party above the country and... And above the future of the country. Uh, yeah. And enabling strong men to possibly sweep in and take over our imperfect democracy. Yes. Although, as many people have pointed out, the, the, these kind of votes are not a bug of this democracy, but a feature. Uh, the lead house manager, Jamie Raskin, in an interview or in his closing things, I guess that's one part we missed, um, called this a slave republic, which it is. Um, we are suffering too many of the compromises our founding fathers made with the slave states. Mm-hmm. Yes, the whole, the whole fact that each state gets two senators, no matter what the population, is just holding back the entire country. Yes, um, and Wyoming has so few people comparatively... And they have equal power in the Senate. The Senate is not a democratic body. No, it wasn't designed to be, to be a, a democratic, democratic body. body. It was a design to be a check on the um, body of the people, the actual democratic body, which is the House of Representatives, mm-hmm. um, which the Republicans, the Republicans are a minority party. And they're a minority white supremacist party at this point because they're the party of Donald J. Trump who has... Um, stood with Nazis and Confederates and um, so they are obviously leaning into the history of America as a white supremacist (laughs) Jim Crow society. As a society created for the betterment of white men. Yes. And for the control of white men. Yeah. They they want control so they, they Give, they can pat you on the head and give you rights, but they have final control. Like mm-hmm. Mitch McConnell lording it over the Senate. Yeah, even though he is now the minority leader. Yeah, he's still pulling. He's still making like he is in charge. Mm-hmm. And there's gerrymandering at the state level, which we will talk about later. Um, but I am currently looking up facts. Uh... 57 senators who voted to convict Trump represent 76.7 million more Americans than the 43 senators who voted to acquit. Uh, this is Ari Berman, tweet stream. Um, author, give us the ballot, the modern struggle for voting rights in America. Um, 
This just underscores how undemocratic U.S. Senate is. I'm quoting Ari Berman on these. Split 50-50, but Dems represent 41 million more people. 15 states with 38 million people elect 30 GOP senators. Um, California with 40 million people elects two Dems. That's just nuts. It really is. And yeah. from this article about the insurrection was put down, the GOP plan for minority rule marches on from Mother Jones. He quotes, the only way to reverse minority rule is through big structural reforms. Ha, Elizabeth Warren. Um, like abolishing electoral college, eliminating filibuster, ending partisan gerrymandering, enshrining right to vote in Constitution, and giving statehood to Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico. That is very important. That's one of the things that has been talked a lot about since the insurrection. Because there was no way for anyone in power in D.C. to call out the National Guard. Because D.C. doesn't have yeah. that authority. Yeah. And um, Puerto Rico has... Do you know what the population of Puerto Rico is? No, I it's, don't. But I can look quickly. Yeah. Um, it has no voice in Congress. One of the House managers, um, Representative Stacy, What's her last name? Plas. Plaskin? Plasky? Yeah. Plasky? Is um, represented from the Virgin Islands. And although she was a House manager, she could not vote to impeach Trump because the Virgin Islands have no vote. It's Virgin Islands, American Samoa, Guam. And D.C. D.C. and, and Puerto, Puerto Rico. Rico. Are, are they the only ones? I believe so. Yeah, we are still a colonial power. Yeah. <laughs> um, Puerto Rico has a population of 3.194 million as of 2019. Yes. Which is twice the population of Hawaii. And it's, what, five times the population of Wyoming, which is the smallest, the state with the smallest population. And Puerto Rico has no senators, no representatives who can vote. Um, It's just, I mean, America is supposed to be about no taxation without representation, just <laughs> in a purely practical level. <laughs> mm-hmm. Unless you live in D.C., Puerto Rico, American Virgin Islands, Guam, or American Samoa. Yeah. So um, I, that really needs to be addressed. It really does. Yeah. yeah. We need more states and more senators to get a better distribution by population in the Senate. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you want to give your representatives and senators a call about that, please do. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the populations of the smaller islands. But Puerto Rico and D.C., if, I mean, it's it's appalling that D.C. has no representation. And they're right there. <laughs> they're right there. And it's especially appalling because D.C.'s population is so overwhelmingly black. Yeah. And they have no say in the government that controls them and controls so much of their daily lives because they are the heart of the federal government. It's just, it's, it's unjust. It's, yeah, it's, it's an injustice. Uh, Most of America is an injustice, a racial injustice. A lot of America is a racial injustice. And that's part of why, um, even though Brad Raffensperger in Georgia is like standing up to Trump, it's still not great because Raffensperger and Georgia are doing so much on the state side to repress the vote. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, Trump is making it hard for the quiet racists. Because right, the because things Trump is doing are such gregarious offenses mm-hmm. that he's making it hard for the quiet racists to keep being quietly racist. And the system is designed to run for quiet racists. Yes, it is. 
Um, if they make it so hard to get the vote that if you get the vote, then they have to protect the vote. But the minority, it's America's designed because of the Senate and the Electoral College for the slave owning states to have power. And even though there is no more slave owning, although the people who are, uh, we should all be abolitionists, the, um, the prison system there is, 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 is a strong argument to be made that the prison system is still slavery. Yeah, there is. Ayanna Presley just tweeted out that there was a guy in Houston who was in prison because he couldn't pay a hundred dollar bail and he died from COVID. Yeah. That's horrifying. That is horrifying. Um so anyway, the horror the horror some most of the horror is built into the system and there are some things and so that's part of why the vote came down to what it did. Mm. And the Republicans don't especially want to be saddled with Trump, some of them, but they are afraid of him. I mean, this is just uh, John F. Kennedy wrote a book called Portraits in Courage. And someone should write a book called Portraits in Cowardice and start with Lindsey Graham, Kevin Ooh. McCarthy, and Mitch fucking McConnell. Yeah. I mean, they're just cowards. They have totally turned their back and and, and, and... I mean, Donald Trump has always been Donald Trump. He's going to take as much power as he can. He's going to lie every day, multiple times. He's going, He's going to take, to take as much money as he can. Take as much money from gullible people. And that is what he has consistently done. I mean, he's cost the U.S. so much money because he went to his golf courses and we had to pay for the Secret Service. And Ivanka, the Secret Service wasn't allowed to use the bathrooms in Ivanka's house. So they mm. had to rent an apartment to use the bathroom while they were protecting Ivanka and Jared. In Trump Tower. In Trump Tower. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I want the accounting of how much money he has cost Mm. the American people because it's millions and millions and hundreds of millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. And he's just walked off scot-free. So far. With an acquittal. Two acquittals. Two impeachments. Two acquittals. This was a lock-solid case. We watched so much of it. The mm-hmm. house managers did so well. Yeah, the house managers did an incredible job building this. Really, it was an airtight case. Even the peop- even the Republicans who voted to acquit admit they proved their case beyond a doubt that Trump incited an insurrection against the U.S. government. And... 50 Democratic senators and 7 Republican senators were the only ones who cared that Donald Trump tried to kill the vice, didn't mind if people killed the vice president of the United States. And he actually and incited anyways. them specifically against the timeline was so stunning. Mm-hmm. They did such a good job laying out when things happened and when Trump tweeted and what Trump said and how Trump um, said Mike Pence what he said about Mike Pence and how people were, someone was reading Trump's tweets with a bullhorn on the steps. Yeah. And chanting, people were chanting, hang Mike Pence. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, Mike Pence, Nancy Pelosi, the electoral votes, it was all there. Trump was there. He said, walk right that way. I'm with you. Fight for your country. Yeah. And then there was the um, the During statement, Giuliani's trial by combat. Well, yeah, and, and then so. there was the statement that was made by the Republican Congresswoman today about 
last night. Jamie Herrera Butler. Yes, Jamie Herrera Butler. That was read into the record today when they just decided not to call witnesses. But she was there listening to the phone call that Kevin McCarthy, who is the the GOP leader in the House, McCarthy was on the phone with Trump saying, we are under attack, call off your people. And Trump said, well, maybe they just care about the election more than you. And nobody, no one is contesting this. It obviously was said. Everyone was calling Trump to get, it was, I was watching, the first day I was watching, all of the people who called Trump to get him to call off his people, to get him to call it off. They knew Trump was the only, the house managers really made this point that they knew, everyone knew that Donald Trump was the only person who could stop them. Yeah, these the rioters would only listen to Trump. And also, Trump was in the White House, watching it on TV, wasn't being taken off to a secure place by the, by the Secret Service, wasn't calling in the National Guard, wasn't doing anything that he was supposed to be doing. No one ever answered the question, and the House managers posed it, and several senators on both sides posed it. Um, what happened? How? When did Trump know Pence was in danger, and why did not he? Why didn't he call in any say anything for two hours? Mm-hmm. And he never actually called in the National Guard. No. Um, Pence called in the National Guard apparently, but no one in the National Guard or the military ever had a conversation with Trump. All he did was tweet out the "be peaceful" thing. There was a video. There was a video where he said, "Go home. You're very special people. I love you. Yeah, we love you. Yeah." He was proud of them. He was proud of them, and all, and he reiterated all his lies about the election. Yeah, the big lie. I'm glad there's we can just call it the big lie because it is a big lie, mm-hmm. and it's a big lie that Republicans are going to continue to run on, and. Trump is, they are so tied to Trump, and we have to make sure. I just got an email from moveon.org, and they are, you know, going to be working to get all of the Republicans who have abetted in Trump's insurrection and his attempt to coup and steal power, and they are going to, you know, organize against him. And so I'm probably going to start giving a monthly donation because we need to eradicate the white supremacists and the Trump supporters of, and the cowards. I don't care at this point if you're a white supremacist, a Trump supporter, or just a plain coward. You need to be gone from the American government. Yeah, you do. And we need, as American citizens, to work to get every single one of those people out of office at every level of government, or we will not have a country. Mm-hmm. We have two years a window to get people registered to vote before there's even more suppression. Who knows what's going to happen in the next House thing. State legislators are going to get to gerrymander, which we're going to talk about in the second half a little. But, I mean, all of these Republicans, whether they are cowards, whether they are full-hooded white supremacists, whether they are just stupid and lazy, whether they are extremely ambitious and figure that the ends completely justify the means. Um, whether they are Cassius, whether they are Brutus, 
they all have to be eradicated from government. Yep. Or else we don't have a country. I mean, we will no longer even have a slave republic. We will just have whatever the fuck the Republicans want to do. Because it seems like the judiciary has stood strong, but the judiciary is mostly white, mostly male. Trump has remade it in his his image, and we will see the ramifications of that for decades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now a, a quarter of the federal judges have been appointed by, were appointed by Trump. Yeah. And a third of the Supreme Court was appointed by Trump in four years. Yeah, and uh, her... and they're and they're lifetime appointments. Yeah, um, McConnell has McConnell has done. McCon- Trump is a bludgeon. McConnell, he he and the Heritage Foundation and other conservative think tanks, they knew exactly what their agenda was, and Trump was the ramrod that pushed it through. And they have empowered him, and they don't know when he's going to tank out, or you know if Ivanka or Don Jr. is going to pick up next, mm-hmm. or what's going to happen. Trump apparently gave out a statement that said he's going to start talking about what's happening next soon, and they were saying he's going to start giving speeches in foreign countries, and you know, paid speeches places, and rallying again. And I mean, he's got a. <clears throat> I don't know if it's a parasitic death grip on the Republican Party or a symbiotic hold on the Republican Party. That is what we will have to see. But all I know is that the Donald Trump and Republican Party combination is deadly for America. I mean, look at the pandemic. How many people have died so far? Um, I think we're up to 475,000. That did not have to happen. That is completely on Donald J. Trump, Mitch McConnell, and the Republican Party. Yeah, it is. They lied. They were incompetent. I mean, all of this for Donald J. Trump, who is an incompetent businessman. He is the best con man in history, but he has an, he is an incompetent businessman. Completely. Yeah. I mean, so he has left things in shambles. And I read this article that said Trump came in, everything was working, and he bitched about Obama the whole time. Biden came in, everything is a shambles, and he's just working to fix it patiently, without complaint, trying to be president for all of America. Mm-hmm. And it's just so nice to see. It is. It's wonderful. I mean, he gave a Lunar New Year message, which I was impressed by, because I like people who acknowledge the holidays that I celebrate. And part of his Lunar New Year message is, I don't know if you know this, but in Oakland and in the West Coast, there is a spate of violence and robbery and things against Asian American elders, uh, Asians, um, Chinese, Vietnamese, Filipino. It's terrifying. And so in, so if you have a Chinatown, um, one, wear yellow, and two, get takeout. Go buy things. Find them online. I mean, Asian American businesses are suffering. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's racism. And there are people actually going out and beating up the elderly and Oh my God, that's disgusting. It really is. And that's the kind of thing, that's the spark that Trump has lit in America. Mm-hmm. He has enabled these people, and we are still seeing that happen. Mm-hmm. And we will continue to see it until who knows when. Who knows when. Uh, but the House managers, to get back to impeachment, were amazing. Yeah, they really were. And they were diverse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're American heroes. 
I mean, sadly, even the seven Republican senators and the fifty Democrats. Let's not un, let's not yeah. underscore that the Democrats and AOC has said this in the House, Alexander Ocasio Cortez. You know, the Democrats get death threats too. Yeah, the death the, the Democrats in the Senate get death threats. Death threats. They get threatened too. Their lives are on the line too. Yeah, there was a guy who was arrested just a couple of weeks ago from Pennsylvania who was stopped. He was driving to D.C. with all these guns and ammo in his car saying he was going to kill the Democrats in the Senate. So the Democrats get threats too. It's just the Republicans are cowards. Yeah. I mean, this is no way to deal with a blackmailer or someone who's threatening you as to cave because then they know they have power over you. Mm -hmm. And so the Republican Party has completely gone toadying to Trump. And, I mean, it's just the most appalling, appalling... Dereliction of duty. Yeah, it is. It's a dereliction of duty. They were elected to uphold the Constitution. They swore an oath to uphold the Constitution. And instead they're upholding Trump. Mm-hmm. So seven senators, all the Democrats and uh, Lisa Murkowski, Susan Collins, Ben Sass, Mitt Romney, Pat Toomey. Yay, Pat Yay, Toomey. Thank you, Senator Toomey. Um, Cassidy, Bill Cassidy and, and Burr. And Richard Burr. Yeah. And Richard Burr, in the hours since his vote has been censured by the... Um, GOP in Louisiana. No, that's Cassidy. That's Cassidy, sorry. That's no, Cassidy. No, they sorry. censured him within hours. Yeah. So, yeah, and the House impeachment managers were Ted Lieu, Jamie Raskin, who did an amazing job, mm-hmm. um, Eric Post. Solwell, um, Joaquin Castro, Joaquin Castro, Stacey Plaskett, Stacey Plaskett, Joe Negussi, Joe Negussi. Jonah Goosey, yeah, everyone was raving about him. Yeah. Diana DeGetty. Diana DeGetty. Madeline Dean. Madeline Dean. Uh, David Cicciolini. Cipollini, right. Cipollini, yes. yeah. No, it's with the C. Oh, really? No, with... Oh, Cicciolini, okay. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. Um, Pelosi, we caught the... Where they were giving a press conference, and Pelosi came on because McConnell had tried to have it both ways, and Pelosi mm. was furious. Mm. And she gave this great speech about how... Um, when they go to uh, uh, interview candidates for Congress, people are saying, well, you know, I could be the president of the university or I could be the president of this. And she's like, no, we need people who have options. We want people who have options. And the Republicans apparently don't have options. They are so worried that they, will, that they won't find a job if they get out of Congress <laughs> that they're holding on to power. And, I, and then she flat out called them cowards, didn't she? Yes, she did. Because mm-hmm. they are. McConnell yeah. cannot have it both ways. He can't say, oh, oh. The House manager's case was overwhelming, but I'm going to let Trump off on this technicality that we don't have constitutional jurisdiction when the case for constitutional jurisdiction was decided by a majority of the Senate. On Tuesday. On Tuesday. And also, the impeachment happened while Trump was still in office, and it was McConnell's refusal to deal with it that made it happen. That pushed it into that pushed Biden's, it into Biden's term. term. So McConnell is trying to have his cake and eat it, too. Mm-hmm. In a very Marie Antoinette kind of way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except for he doesn't want to share the cake. He doesn't even want anyone to have cake. He just wants... He just wants to control everything. He's a 
wants to be a puppet master and have no consequences. And we really need to make sure, I mean, McConnell just got reelected, so his consequences are not coming. And he's probably way too canny to have done anything criminal. But we really need to make sure that there are consequences for the people who are up for election in 2022 or up for re-election in 2022. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the Republicans, there have been a lot of people who since Republicans since January 6th, the Republicans have lost voters in lots of states. Mm-hmm. There's like been 12, there's been tens of thousands in Pennsylvania, or at least I saw 12,000. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure what the numbers are, but we will check that out and see if we can find out how many mm-hmm. voters, how many people, how many. The Republicans obviously know that they are losing people, but they are so afraid of the Trump space that they are willing to go along with anything the Trump does. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, we really appreciate the House managers and the ironclad case they did. Yeah. Trump's lawyers had no argument. None whatsoever. Yeah. Um, Trump couldn't even find any decent lawyers. No, because he fired he fired yeah. his defense team two weeks ago. Well, they didn't mind because oh, they didn't. Yeah, they, they didn't want to push the election fraud thing. Right, because it's untrue. Yeah, there was no fraud. There this was, was no the fraud. most secure election in American history. Yeah. Um. There's the Fulton DA is looking into. Um, election the the election interference that went on there, mm-hmm. possibly I don't know if a case will come of it. It's hard to say. Yeah, but I mean there are, so, the house met with, the house managers made a great case. The seven senators, fifty seven, senators voted that Trump was guilty of high crimes and misdemeanors for inciting an insurrection. Mm-hmm. Um, which is huge actually. It is. It's just, It's the largest vote. In impeachment in yeah. history. Even the senators who did not vote to impeach him are covering by saying he did horrible things, we just don't have the jurisdiction, which is just honestly bullshit. Um, they're cowards. Yeah. They're cowards, they're not patriots, and it's a disgrace, and it's a shame, and it's a crime. Well, Trump's, it's a crime, and they're, they just let him off on a technicality. Mm-hmm. Because they needed a 67, we needed 67 votes. Yeah, and they were 10 short. Yeah, but they did change minds, because Mitt Romney they was did. the only one who voted yes on the last one. Mm-hmm. There were five. There were five who voted to go ahead with yeah. the impeachment. There were six who voted that it was constitutional, constitutional. and now there were seven, seven. who voted for uh to impeach, to impeach, uh, to yeah, yeah, to convict, and there were ten the Republicans, and there were ten, and there were always fifty Democrats voting that way. Yeah, and there were ten um, House of House of Representatives Republicans, re- Republicans who voted to impeach him as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's the kind of backbone the Republican Party needs and does not have. And we've been taking a break now, so hang on, we'll be right back as soon as I. And we're back. And we're going to talk a little about some of the stuff that happens on the state level. Um, the Republicans are trying to assert being a population minority. They're trying to minimize the voices of minorities in um, BIPOC, people of color, in large cities like Philadelphia and Atlanta and, and Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. yeah. And Wisconsin. In Wisconsin, um, 
Um, this is from the Mother Jones article. The insurrection was put down. The GOP plan for minority rule marches on. Um, the Democrats swept every statewide race in Wisconsin, ending nearly a decade of Republican rule. The voters spoke. Democrat Tommy Evers said after defeating incumbent Governor Scott Walker, a change is coming Wisconsin. Not so fast. A month later, GOP-controlled legislator convened an unprecedented lame duck session to strip the incoming governor of key administrative and appointive powers and shorten the early voting period to dampen future Democratic turnout. Though their opponents had won more votes, Republicans believed only they were entitled to exercise power. Quote, if you took Madison and Milwaukee out of the state election formula, unquote, Assembly Speaker Robin Vose said of the state's two largest and most Democratic cities, home to 850,000 people, we would have a clear majority. That's, mm. that's the kind of coded language they use to say white votes matter and black votes don't. Yep. They do that all the time. They do that all the time. They were so frantic about Philadelphia. Yeah, Trump actually said that he can't let cities like Philadelphia and Detroit swing the election. Yeah, and they're not swinging the election. Part of what happened in Pennsylvania was that the Republicans refused to let, even though counties begged the votes be counted before election day that came in mail-in, so that would be, there would be this uncertainty that they could exploit. So mm -hmm. that Trump would look like a big winner on election day because of the pandemic. Um, and when the mail-in votes got counted, which were all legal votes done by people, a bipartisan legislature support, um, but they made it so that there looked like something fishy. It was just this illusion. It's con men and yeah, it's all a game. They're they're gaming the system. They are, yeah. Because in Pennsylvania, the in twenty nineteen, the Republican led legislature put through the mail in a, a big change in the mail in ballots. It was before the pandemic. It was it was. The Republicans led this initiative to change it so that it was easier to get a mail-in ballot in Pennsylvania. And then when 2020 came around and so many people were voting by mail-in ballots because of the pandemic, all of a sudden the Republicans were against them. Yeah. And now... On a state level, the legislator is trying to make two key... Well, they're trying to strip the governor of emergency powers, and they're trying to gerrymander the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania. Right. But the, the one that's coming up on the ballot is the stripping the governor of power. Right. Basically, the... Um, the there, there was a bill in the legislature to try to take... Um, make it so that the governor could only declare a state of emergency for, I believe it was 30 days. I thought it was 21. Maybe it's 21, yeah. Um, before the legislature would have to make a ruling about it. Um, but even if it had passed, of course, Governor Tom Wolf is not going to sign that. And they don't have enough votes to overturn his veto. So they're trying to put through a constitutional amendment to make it so that the governor can only declare a state of emergency for 21 days before the legislature has to vote on it. Um, and this is in response to two states of emergencies that Wolf has declared. Um, of course, the one from the pandemic from last March, which he has renewed, I believe it's four times, three times now, um, because it, it's for, right now his state of emergencies lasts for 90 days. Um, and, of course, the pandemic is still going on. And, of course, the Republicans in the legislature and 
all of the Republicans in the in the state really have just been screaming at the top of their lungs since last May that Wolf is doing too much to combat the pandemic, which has now killed, I believe it's more than twenty thousand people in Pennsylvania. Um, yeah, we drive past to go to Leg Up Farms. And there's a bar with an impeach Tom Wolf sign. Yeah, there are all these... Or impeach Wolf. Impeach Wolf. Yeah, there are all these horrible signs out about Wolf around here because we live in a very red county. Um, and some of our legislatures are the ones who are leading these calls to make it so the governor doesn't have the power to call a state of emergency, which has to be done to bring in federal funds and to make make it easier for counties to put out declarations to do things like enforce mask requirements and get vaccination and testing sites set up. Um, so, yeah. And, and the other... The other ongoing emergency that Wolf has signed repeatedly is the opioid um, epidemic also. He's signed um, emergency declarations about that every 90 days since 2018. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, that's been going on for three years now. Um, But that's also to bring in federal funding and to get things set up for to help deal with the opioid pandemic, which continues to kill people also. (laughs) Yeah, Republicans do not seem to care if people die as long as they have power. Yeah. I mean, that seems to be pretty standard across the country, national and state leadership. Mm -hmm. It's kind of appalling between the the time when um, Brian Kemp, the governor of Georgia, was going to sue the mayor of Atlanta for requiring people require, wasn't that the mayor of Atlanta for requiring people wear masks? He's yes. going to sue somebody. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the Republicans, yeah. the best thing to do for the economy would be to get rid of COVID. But the Republicans don't seem to get that. No, they don't. And that wearing masks, and this is ways to mitigate things, but it's just, it's it, they have a very irrational reaction to a very practical problem that we need good leadership, and we need leadership that cares about people, and we need leadership that's going to take care of people. And what the Republicans want to do is to appoint the Democrats as the enemy and have every liberty they want without any concern for their fellow citizens, which which is not how you can live with people. No, and we're talking about their own constituents. I mean, they don't care if their own constituents die. They hold these rallies where they don't wear masks, the people are crowded together, and of course... There are going to be people in there who are infected and will spread the coronavirus around, and there will be people who will die, and the Republicans just don't care. (sighs) All right, so anyway, on the Pennsylvania level, you should be aware that this is coming up on the ballot. Yeah, there's a constitutional amendment. It's on the ballot in the May primary, so... Read up on it and make an informed decision for yourself. Yeah, and make sure that you tell people that voting in non-presidential elections is still important and that they should make an informed decision about whether or not they want the GOP state legislator to have control over the governor. Because you need single, strong leadership 
And not just Republicans who are going to vote based on who sponsors them. Yeah. That's my opinion. You can develop your own opinion, but you should at least be aware of what you're voting on mm-hmm. and vote actively and, you know, ex- talk to people about it. Mm-hmm. It's it's a really important consideration whether or not to strip the governor of any, any, any of his emergency powers. Mm-hmm. And the other um, constitutional amendment that's out there is trying trying to make it so that the Supreme Court judges are elected by regions of the state rather than elected statewide. statewide. Which is a way to try to gerrymander the state Supreme Court, right. although that has not actually been placed on the ballot yet. No. Because a lot of people are fighting to keep that off the ballot. Mm-hmm. So yes, and it's a bad idea. It is a bad idea. There's no reason to do that. Yes, so if you can push your legislators to keep fighting against gerrymandering the state Supreme Court, that would be helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so we're going to wrap this up. Um, president committed high crimes and misdemeanors. It is, univer- it is, in fact, universally acknowledged, to borrow a bit from Jane Austen, mm. that Donald John Trump is a threat to the Constitution. Um, nothing his lawyer said proved that he was not a threat. Everyone thinks he's a threat. The fact is that the Republicans are too cowardly to do anything about it, except for 10 in the House of Representatives, 7 in the Senate, and various Republicans on the local level. Mm-hmm. Oh did a good job who did their job yeah but the rest of them are cowards um and everything we can do to get them out of office is important to everyone keeps talking about their grandchildren and their children yeah it's important to the future of this country if we want to live as a less divided nation we need to get away from the people who are doing the dividing they want you to believe that it's Democrats who are doing the dividing, but that is not true. The Republicans are dividing us out of fear, trying to divide us with fear, and trying to convince you that someone who doesn't look like you is your enemy or doesn't vote like you is your enemy. And I think that's one thing that Biden really is doing, is to say that he is president for all Americans. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he's trying, because all the, every American in every class and race is dying. I mean, more black people and people of color are dying because of COVID, but it's striking every strata of society. Yeah, it is. And Biden has been hands-off about the impeachment. That's not his job. It's the job of the senators, and 43 Republican senators failed. And that's forever a blot on them. Forever a thing they will have to live with. That they have let down their country and let down all of us. And that should come up every time they speak anywhere, any time they're on a ballot for any office. For them and the representatives in the House of Representatives who voted against Donald Trump's impeachment because no one has said he didn't do it. No. They've just found... Because obviously he did. He's on video. He's on so much. We watched him do it that day. And we watched him do it. And we we saw video of him enjoying it. Yeah. He wanted to stop the peaceful transfer of power. He came frighteningly close to and no American should ever forget that this is worse than Pearl Harbor we remember Pearl Harbor every year we should remember January 6th every year because this was done by the sitting president of the United States of America and so many Republicans in the legislature that he didn't mind if the mob ran them over supported him Mm -hmm. and this is something this is a reckoning that our country has to deal with and there are 140-odd Republicans in the House of Representatives and 43 Republicans in the Senate who are complete cowards or complete bastards. 
and let us all down. So remember that and do what you can to get them out of office if any of them are where you are. Mm-hmm. And do what you can. I mean, there are a lot of people running now who aren't taking money from PACs and need our support. Yeah. So, I mean, none of us have a lot of money for politics. And frankly, I am honestly tired of spending what little money I have on politics. But it's important. It is. So take care. And if you just want to look for, like, the Warren, War, Elizabeth Warren is giving money to Democrats and move on is gonna there are places that you can just give five dollars a month to who are working so you can kind of like a broad-based solution to this if you don't want to you know track down every party or Stacey Abrams in Fair Fight Georgia find Mm -hmm. the activists on the ground and find people who are listening to the activists on the ground find the people who are are registering people to vote yeah find people who are registering people to vote and getting them IDs there's some people out there who are getting people IDs which is important Mm -hmm. It, it changes people's lives having an ID there's so much you can do if you have an ID that you can't without yeah. beyond voting and there are organizations like that for next time we'll come to you with a list of organizations the organizations that are changing people's lives and making democracy actually democracy yep. and until then take care double mask up stay hydrated stay well rest get your vaccine shots if you can yeah if you're in the tier yeah and uh, we'll talk to you in a week